I would like to continue in this year off the last year of what we speak about in the last year, which was what is it that we could um, tap into that causes divorces. And I mean, it's from next year, try to give practical answers to, uh, to help the marriage grow, grow. So I was asked a question actually today, and I spoke about this in Yeshiva to a group of Bachem, which was, what can we do to prepare for marriage? Which was one of the Nikudas we spoke about. And the last year was that we're not prepared for marriage. And we go into marriage thinking that it's something which is going to work, and we expect it to work on its own without being prepared for it, and also not ready to do the work that it takes to make the marriage. And I think we mentioned last week, and we mentioned last night, the muscle between, the, the, the comparison between the relationship of a father to a son to the relationship between a husband and a wife. A father to a son, there's a, a born relationship, there's a natural relationship over here. The connection between them is natural, and therefore, in a healthy situation, it's not going to drift away. And even if the son will rebel against the father, the father still will be there for the son in all situations. Uh, the, like we see by David Melech with Afshal. As opposed to a husband and wife, there is no natural connection. And Adarab is probably the opposite. Men and women are different and always. And the man and the lady both grew up in different families, possibly different cities, which means different communities, different states, and sometimes different countries, which means they used a whole different culture. And now these two have to get together and create the relationship between the two, the connection between the two, and that takes work. And also, if the work is done and then left alone, it tends to drift away. So that hope that we had when we got married that this is going to be the best relationship ever, we're going to have the best marriage, which was the hope of everyone under the chuppah, all of a sudden begins to feel like, am I really into this? And I'll do what I need to do because, you know, I just can't, I have to keep going, but it's not out of choice anymore. That's why he said, you lose that choice. When I have the choice to do or not to do, and I make the decision to do, that's, that's what creates a relationship. Because I want to put in, I want to give, I want to be part of this. But when I'm just doing it because I just don't want to be on the other side, so that doesn't last, and it starts to drift away further and further apart. It's like the plant is drying out, and it's much harder to get it back to its place. And that's, that's the basic idea. So... The question was, and I'm going to speak about the same idea of what could we do to prepare for marriage? Because I think even though we are all married, Baruch Hashem, but I think still we can always stop and do this and tap into it and possibly even better. Because we, we understand the Nikud that I'm about to mention better than a Bachel. Couldn't imagine. So before marriage, to think about marriage and... And when we're in yeshiva, so we work on ourselves. 
we do, we, each one of us work on ourselves, some more than others, but we work on ourselves to become better, better people, more pleasant, and we work on ourselves. But there's a limit to how much we can see in ourselves when we're single. We're living alone, even if we have, we're part of a chabura, but at the end of the day, we're not living with someone else. So there's a limit to what I could see within myself that I need to work on to make myself better. What happens is we go into a relationship, we get married, we go into a relationship with someone else, and all of a sudden you start to see, you start to see other things that you need to work on. It goes both ways. You see good parts of yourself also, but you see all of a sudden different areas that I need to work on in order to become more complete. I now need to live with another person in the presence of another person, which of course brings up more, more feelings of myself, which I may have not really known or I've been escaping. If I knew I was escaping, now I need to really work on it. And the truth is that this is the beauty of marriage. This is the beauty of marriage. Even though it sounds like, wow, this is just a lot of work, but the truth is it's the beauty of marriage. The beauty of marriage that I want this to become an opportunity. And this is the Avaidah of Stavad that if you go with that mindset to marriage, that I want marriage to be an opportunity, and it's not too late for any of us to make it into an opportunity, but my mindset is I want this to be an opportunity to face things that I might have not known about beforehand and now use this opportunity to become more shalem, more whole. So then when they pop up, it's, 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 I grab it. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it's not painful, but... But the, the, the approach to it is not anymore that, whoa, I'm, what's going, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and, uh, and this is just not working. No, because I was aware that this is going to come up. And the opposite, it brings more hope. It brings more hope. It brings more hope into the marriage, into the relationship that's going to work. But that's only if we face the challenges in, with a deeper look of ourselves. We look further into ourselves. What can I do to make this better? And gives me a deeper sense of myself and gives me also more of a purpose of life, purpose in life. The wanting, the hope to, and the, 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 the wanting to, to work on this that's what creates the love between the two. Because has a person work on themselves when it comes up? The way a person works on it is by, by knowing that this is what's going to, to give to the other person what they, what they need. <coughs> when... Uh, many times, and we've mentioned this in the good last time also, 
people that's number one. That's the number one. The number one is that the beauty of marriage is that it's, it's an it's an opportunity to face challenges which will bring out different parts of myself, which gives me the opportunity to be able to make myself more of a shalim and 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 that's and, and that brings that brings more of a peace to yourself. People expect things that are not practical. And a person again can get stuck on that. He can get very stuck on that. I expected my spouse to be A B C D and she's only A B. I expected marriage to be like this and it's not like that. Expectations. But the question then is, okay, so this is what we expected. And now it's not like that. How do I move on? How do I move on? I'm stuck. I'm feeling I was burnt. This is not what I signed into. This is not, this is not the marriage. So how do, how do I get... I'm, I'm, I feel stuck. I feel, I feel like I feel burnt. So again, if I go with the mindset that getting married means <coughs> I'm going to be choosing I'm going to be choosing what are those things that I'm really willing to, to let go what things I really need to hold on to meaning that we're going to get married and it's not going to be Alvaya would be but many many times it's not exactly what we expected and when these things come up it's not exactly the way I pictured. It's not exactly the way I expected. So I'm going to have to let go of something. I'm going to have to say, you know what? I'm choosing not, not to need that. There are things that I do need that will have to work out. But there are things that I could let go. But it's important for you to make that choice. Not that, okay, I'm stuck and this is the way it is, so I just gotta live like this. If that's where you can go to it, it's just not gonna work. It'll only last as long as that lasts, which is not long. Because you're gonna feel stuck, and people that are stuck in a place, that's what brings depression and that's what brings no growth. But, but if I am able to be on top of it and make the choice and say, you know what? I expected this, but now I'm choosing something else or differently. Now, doesn't mean you need to let go of everything you wanted. That's, that's not healthy. That's not good. Letting go, giving up is, is not a bad thing, but at the same time, but at the same time, where is that letting go coming from? Am I letting go because out of feelings, because this is what I feel I should be doing, towards the other, or I'm letting go because I just can't get it. So to let go of everything, that's also not good. Could, sometimes it could be not healthy even. Sometimes just letting go of certain things could be not healthy. If not, when giving up too many things, or when you're feeling that it's just hard to exist in the space that I'm in, and therefore I'm letting go of it, that's not a healthy thing. But when I'm focused on the other person, when I'm focused on the other person, and I see that if I'm going to expect this, it's going to take away from our relationship, to take away from her 
joy or from her <coughs> peace of mind, and therefore I want to give it up because I want her to be happy, and that will make me happy. So then, that's something which, which, which we that's something which I can let go of, and I'm doing it out of doing it out of compassion, but I'm doing it because that's what I want to do. So again, if I have that mindset that this is what's going this does come up and this is what will come up more, and I'm ready to address it, that will be the obvious question that's asked a lot of times is, so when do I know what to give up and what not to give up? What should I let go of? What should I not let go of? So obviously, there are things which, there are things which, which a person could be in a, like we said, in a, in a, in a situation where, where, uh, where he's being abused or she's being abused or, yeah, I say he goes to talking about Tahiz. Um, in situations where, 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 <coughs> where he's feeling that he's in danger. Danger doesn't have to mean it's a cause of been danger of, of emotionally danger. So then obviously over there, you can't just let go of it and put yourself in a danger place. But there are many things where it's not a question of danger. It's a question of just, I mean, I stick to what I, what I expected, what I need or what I want. Or you know what? I can move on. And I can see, I can see it differently. And that creates a relationship. That creates a relationship. The... Give me an example. What? Give me an example. Of? Something like that you're giving up, you're not giving up. Yeah. I, I, I expect her to be a loud person, and she's not. So I could see the good in that also. I could see the good in that also. I expected a wife that's just going to be bubbly or just the opposite. A wife would be quiet, right? And you know what? I could see the good in that. And I could, I, I can move on. I have other miles. Um, what? A hundred percent. Also. Meaning, again, not to be oiv surim, and not to be oiv, and not to be oiv on any mitzvahs, but frumka is really, we want to discuss separately, I think it's a separate discussion also, um, how much can you impose on her and expect her to do because you want to do it? You, you can't grow more than she's ready to grow. So things you can do with yourself, things you can do with her. But yeah, sometimes you do have to give up certain from kaitin. Again, a child may be yes then, if this is something or not. But there are certain things which the answer is yes. She did not grow up with that. She did not come into the marriage knowing that this is what's going to happen. So right now, until you bring her to your place, you're going to have to wait. That's going to be the answer. And yeah, that's a good example. You know what? I would like to, I mean Shiva, I would like to just grow and learn all the time. Or sometimes it goes the other way. She wants him to be learning more time, not just when it's in Seder, learning the half star, most out of Seder, right? And he says, it's not up to that. So you can get stuck on that, that, I, uh, that, that, that I, it, it caused me to get angry every time she talks about my learning. Or, well, you know what? First of all, you can discuss it. Communicating is very good. It is. Which we have to talk about separately, how to communicate over a a uh, disagreement. Um, that's.
I was next week we're gonna give a different answers, but maybe <laughs> maybe part of next week or the week after will be communication. Do you have my classes or no? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, but uh, a drink beforehand for definitely. <laughs> um, I want to say one more point tonight. One more point tonight. It's about forgiveness and acceptance. A lot of times, no, you know what, I want to say two more points. Before forgiveness and acceptance, I want to say another point, which I believe strongly, I heard this from Dr. Lamb, mentioned last week, that um, he's mentioned to me a few times, and I, and I feel it's very important. A lot of times we get into that mode, especially women get into this mode, but men also do. I expected you to know differently. I expected you to know what I want. Or it's obvious what I wanted. You have to go to it where it's not obvious. It's not, it's not you can't expect it. If it's not happening, so you talk about it. Now, it could be there's a good reason why it's not happening. She's not capable of doing it. It's not reality. Or it could be she doesn't know to do it for you. And then you're getting frustrated. It's not getting done. Be open. Speak out. Now you have to sometimes be very careful how you say things because you could hurt someone very easily with saying it. So it has to be done in a way of conversation. Like, I really need you to be um, there more for me or more for the children or... I, 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 in in a way, in a way that it's that I'm making myself to some extent vulnerable, which is what men don't like to do a lot of times. I need you. I need you here. I need you this. And, and giving her the choice to do it also, allowing her the choice, and then then she'll do it for you. It goes the other way also. She should do that to you, but, but not coming across that that um, you never do this for me or you should be doing this for me, that puts a person in a bad place. But, but be open. I, have conversations. Have Communicate about it. Don't just, if it's not happening, don't just... What happens many times is people just stay alone because I'm not going to tell her what to do. So I'm just going to live the way it is. And, 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 and what you're doing is just... You're, 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 feeling, you're feeling more and more wounded and you're, you're, you're a loner. But express, express it to her. Express your needs. And be willing to hear a conversation about it. The last point I was going to say was forgiveness and acceptance, which means that another Nikud that person has to, has to know that there's going to th- be things done wrong to you things that you don't like, things that will hurt you or pain you, it's going to happen, whether it's in words or in actions or whatever it may be. And, and if I'm not ready to forgive or accept it, it just creates a separation between the two. It creates a separation to, between the two. And the, the opposite. If I'm ready to forgive the other one for what's being done and accept the person, so then that brings closeness. Because then what I'm saying to the other person is that even though you did something wrong to me, you caused me pain, but you know what? I'm willing to 
move on. I'm willing to move on and willing to, to be there for you even though that happened. I want to get past it. Help me get past it. Or let's discuss why it happened. You can talk about why it happened without attacking. But that's good. Now, you can ask a question. So if I'm always forgiving, so it's just going to happen again and again and again. And true, if that's the case, so then a different, something different has to be addressed over here. Why is it happening again and again? Why is that happening? We have to figure out. But in those times where it's not going to just happen again and again, it may happen again, because it takes people time to be able to uh, reprogram themselves. But the, 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 the willing to forgive is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Sometimes people feel like if I'm going to forgive, so then I gave into something and I'm just hurting myself. You're not hurting yourself. So these are different ideas to, to be aware of, to think about, to those that are not married, to think about it before they get married, to be ready to do that, and those that are married, to think back at all the times that it did pop up and how I can use it in the future. Okay. Everybody remember that if you ask a question, you forget. Or you can shut it off. What do you want me to say?